Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for the Daily Bible Podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. You could have been anywhere doing a number of things, but you choose to be here listening. Expectant and hopeful. Well, you are at the right place at the right time. In the last episode, we saw John preparing the way for Jesus, preaching, "Change your life, God's kingdom is here." There at the Jordan River, those who came to confess their sins were baptized into a changed life. Jesus came to him to be baptized. John baptized Jesus with much hesitation. As Jesus stepped out of the water, he was anointed by the Holy Spirit of God that came down and landed on him in the form of a dove. It was now time to be tested. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, preparing himself for what's to come. Satan tests Jesus with a series of tests and a battle of scripture. Jesus overcame. Time to get into action and start working. He picked up where John left off. Change your life. God's kingdom is here. Jesus invites young fishermen to follow him. Simon called Peter, Andrew, James and John. Jesus was at work preaching, teaching the truth and healing the sick. Crowds started to follow along. Let's see what happens next. Matthew chapter 5 You're blessed. When Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught his climbing companions. This is what he said: "You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and His rule." You're blessed when you feel you've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you embrace the one most dear to you. You're blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. You're blessed when you've worked up a good appetite for God. His food and drink is the best meal you'll ever eat you're blessed when you care at the moment of being careful you find yourself being cared for you're blessed when you get your inside world your mind and heart put right then you can see god in the outside world you're blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. You're blessed when your commitment to God provokes persecution. The persecution drives you even deeper into God's kingdom. Not only that, count yourself blessed every time people put you down or throw you out or speak lies about you to discredit me. What it means is that the truth is too close for comfort and they are uncomfortable. You can be glad when that happens. Give a cheer even for though they don't like it, I do. And all heaven applauds. And know that you are in good company.
my prophets and witnesses have always gotten into this kind of trouble salt and light let me tell you why you are here you're here to be salt seasoning that brings out god's flavors of the earth if you lose your saltiness how will people taste godliness you've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage here's another way to put it you're here to be light bringing out god colors in the world god is not a secret to be kept we'll go public with this as public as a city on a hill if i make you light bearers you don't think i'm going to hide you under a bucket do you i'm putting you on a light stand now then i've put you here on a hill top on a light stand shine keep open house be generous with your lives by opening up to others you'll prompt people to open up with god this generous father in heaven completing god's law don't suppose for a minute that i have come to demolish the scriptures either god's law or the prophets i'm not here to demolish but to complete i'm going to put it all together put it all together in a vast panorama God's law is more real and lasting than the skies and the stars and the ground at your feet. Long after stars burn out and the earth wears out, God's law will be alive and working. Trivialize even the smallest item in God's law and you will only have trivialized yourself. But take it seriously. Show the way for others and you will find honor in the kingdom. unless you do far better than the pharisees in the matters of right living you won't know the first thing about entering the kingdom murder you're familiar with the command to the ancients do not murder i'm telling you that anyone who is not so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder carelessly call a brother idiot and you'll find him and yourself howled into the court thoughtlessly yell stupid at a sister and you are on the brink of hellfire simple moral fact is that words kill this is how i want you to conduct yourself in these matters if you enter your place of worship and about to make an offering you suddenly remember a grudge a friend has against you abandon your offering leave immediately go to this friend and make things right then and only then come back and work things out with god or say you're out on the street and an old enemy accosts you don't lose a minute make the first move make things right with him after all if you leave the first move to him knowing his track record you're likely to end up in court maybe even jail if that happens you won't get out without a stiff fine adultery and divorce you know the next commandment pretty well too don't go to bed with another spouse but don't think you've preserved your virtue simply by staying out of bed your heart can be corrupted by lust even quicker than your body those ongoing looks you think nobody notices they also corrupt 
Let's not pretend this is easier than it really is. If you want to live a morally pure life, here's what you have to do. You have to blind your eye, right eye, the moment you catch it in a lustful leer. You have to choose to live one-eyed or else be dumped on a moral trash pile. And you have to chop off your right hand the moment you notice it raised threateningly. Better a bloody stump than your entire being discarded for good in the dump. Remember the scripture that says, Whoever divorces his wife, let him do it legally, giving her divorce papers and her legal rights. Too many of you are using this as a cover of selfishness and a wimp, pretending to be righteous just because you are legal. Please, no more pretending. If you divorce your wife, you are responsible for making her an adulteress, unless she has already made herself that by sexual promiscuity. And if you marry such a divorced adulteress, you are automatically an adulterer yourself. You can't use legal cover to mask a moral failure. Empty Promises And don't say anything you don't mean. This counsel is embedded deep into our traditions. You only make things worse when you lay down a smokescreen of pious talk. Saying, I'll pray for you and never doing it. Or saying, God be with you and not meaning it. You don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. In making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. Love your enemies. Here's another old saying that deserves a second look. Eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Is that going to get us anywhere? Here's what I propose. Don't hit back at all. If someone strikes you, stand there and take it. If someone drags you into court and sues for the shirt off your back, gift wrap your best coat and make a present of it. And if someone takes off your back unfair advantage of you, use the occasion to practice the servant life. No more tit-for-tat stuff. Live generously. You're familiar with the old written law. Love your friend and its unwritten companion. Hate your enemy. I'm challenging that. I'm telling you to love your enemies. Let them bring out the best in you, not the worst. When someone gives you a hard time, respond with the supple moves of prayer. For then you are working out of your true selves, your God-created selves. This is what God does. He gives His best. The sun to warm and the rain to nourish. To everyone, regardless. The good and bad. The nice and nasty. If all you do is love the lovable, do you expect a bonus? Anybody can do that. If you simply say hello to who greet you, do you expect a medal? Any run-of-the-mill sinner does that. In a word, what I'm saying is, grow up. Your kingdom subjects, now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously towards others, the way God lives toward you.
In our next episode, we will see more of Jesus' teachings. Stay tuned.